0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.
1: Welcome to A Hero's Journey with your host, Bart Queen. Are you one of the millions of people who want to change your life but don't know where to begin? It starts with finding your voice and using your voice. Bart Queen has dedicated himself to helping you find and develop the life you were meant to lead. Now, here's your host, Bart
2: Queen. Well, good afternoon to all of you today, good afternoon to the East Coast, good morning to the West Coast, and a great big hello to the rest of the world. Guys, if you've been following our radio show over the last couple of months, you've been listening to me have the opportunity to interview some of CNN's 2016 heroes. What a privilege it has been to speak with these people and what an honor it's been to be able to learn from them, share their challenges, and learn what it took for them to achieve their purpose and their dream. So as I was prepping for this call today, our radio show, I was thinking... I think it's time that we take a moment and dive into kind of an accumulation of the things that we have learned from these wonderful folks and get an opportunity for you and I to think about how do we create that difference that we're seeing them live out on a day-to-day basis. As you all know, one of the things that I'm very, very passionate about is getting these communication skills to those people who don't have a voice, those people who are silent, and to our young people, our future voices. Last week, I had an opportunity to spend three solid full days with a rural high school group in Santa Maria, California. Most of these students are children, migrant farm workers, and they're prepping, getting ready to get into college or get into their career or some type of job. There were 18 of them. One of the young ladies had just been accepted to Harvard and she was absolutely thrilled, and she has set her sights on Harvard Law School. Another young lady has a dream of getting on the Food Channel. Now, what's absolutely amazing about this particular young lady is she's a fantastic baker. So on the last day of class, I found a specialty cake baker to bring into the students, just as kind of a celebration after class was over. In the midst of ordering that cake and getting to know the woman owner of this bake shop, we set it up so that this young lady, when we went to go pick up the cake, could go meet that woman. Because we were trying to make the connection so that she could get in there and maybe spend a day just following her, trailing, learning from this woman. There was another young man in the class who got up and the first thing he talked about was as a young man trying to commit suicide. Due to some situations in his life, he felt like there just wasn't anything to live for, attempted to take his life. And now is dedicated to helping other high school students not make the same kind of mistakes that he made. Guys, what was really interesting about each one of these 18 students, no matter whether they were planning to go to Harvard, whether they were going to pursue a career in baking, whether they were going to go to a local community college, or they were going to follow in their father's footsteps in some type of a trade – they were all in the midst of making that transition. Not only are they trying to tr- transition from graduating from high school to taking that next step in life, they're trying to take that transition of who they are to what they want to be. I think the tension when we're in that kind of a process between what we are and what we have been to what will we will become is some of the toughest tension that you and I as individuals can experience. But I have come to believe in speaking with the people in my classes, to speaking to these CNN heroes and guys in my own life in trying to transition for where I am to what I want to do next, that there's no better time, that now is the time For each one of us, and as you're listening today, I would believe that now is your time. Now is the time to make the choice to make the transition. I can remember being in South Africa listening to one of the founding fathers of the new constitution in South Africa speak. And he said that you come to a point of transition when you say, the pain that I'm in isn't near as great as the pain of not moving forward and you decide to transition. But he said, what's so critical about that is it leads you to the process of transformation. I've come to believe that with my whole heart, not only for myself, but for you as well. And we can see it lived out in every single CNN hero that I spoke to. What we have to do is build our belief muscle. What we have to do is build our trust muscle. Our trust muscle in ourselves, our trust muscle in the people around us, and our trust muscle in our higher power if that's something that's important to you. Because if we don't, we end up doing what I call the S-factor. And sometimes it's the S-factor cubed that ends up getting us. Number one, we get really stubborn. We we push back when we know we shouldn't push back. We push back against the people that are encouraging us. We push back against our own mind and what we think. Maybe you've thought this before where you've dedicated yourself to doing something and all of a sudden y- you feel like in your mind there's a battle. Well, you can't do that. Well, that will never work. What are people going to say? And all those things are going through your head You haven't even taken a step yet. You just made a commitment to do something up here in your head and immediately the battle begins. The second thing we end up doing is being really stupid. We we, we end up doing some silly things that doesn't move us in the right direction. We end up listening to the voice in our head instead of the voice of reason until the voice of possibility. That voice in our head can scream at us sometimes. The thing you have to do is turn that voice off. And then the third thing we end up doing, in my opinion, we end up getting selfish. We get so focused on ourselves that we end up not even thinking about others. But I can guarantee you as you transition from who you are right now to what you want to become in that essence, that hero, in that process, there are going to be points when you focus in on yourself. And I would believe at those moments when you feel like it's all about you, when you're feeling the self-pity, you can't be powerful. You got a choice. You can either be pitiful or you can be powerful. And it takes, you have to take the focus off yourself. I I have found that a lot of times when you can't help yourself, you can help someone else. And when you help someone else, you end up empowering yourself and you get out of that self-pity factor. I have come to truly believe that every single person, every single person, has the ability and the power to be a hero. And what I mean by hero is make a difference in people's lives. And what I mean by that is you exercising your unique gift. I would believe that every single one of us have a divine thumbprint. And that thumbprint allows you uniquely to do something that no one else can do. The challenge a lot of times is acting on that uniqueness and finding that uniqueness. I believe we've been all created and called to make a difference in some way, shape, or form. So as we spend our hour together today, as I walk you through some of these ideas, I'm going to ask you to do three things. I want you to stop talking about what you are or what you were. I want you to start talking about what you will become. And I want you to begin to look for opportunities. Look for places where you can step toward what you want to become, whether that's in your mind, whether that's with a friend or a family member, whether that's at work, whether that's sitting down on a piece of paper and writing out the top three goals that you want to achieve. I want you to start looking for those opportunities and creating those opportunities. Because here's what I think you're going to find, and it's very, very simple. It is the secret to everything, transformation. Guys, we have to face the fact that our life is not so much about a destination as it is transformation. And if you're not in transformation, you're in the process of dying. So I would believe that we've got to step forward. The challenge is, if we've all been created and called to make a difference, the challenge is not everybody chooses to live it out. And that's what I want you to do. I want you to live it out. Now, if we don't live it out, we create a ripple effect. If you don't do certain things, then that ripple will not affect others. Many people have heard me say over and over again, if you don't live out your purpose, if you don't live out your calling, if you don't live out your life gift, people will die. And I I mean physically die. It doesn't matter what you feel like that life gift is. You will make a difference in someone else's life and you will help them purely by being who you are and living out whatever that purpose is. Now, if you live that out, if you decide to make that transition from who you are to what you're going to become, you create a double ripple effect. Now, the double ripple effect is because you've made a difference in someone else's lives and what happens is you empower them to make a difference in someone else's life. And the one ripple you created becomes hundreds of ripples. And in that, we really truly have the potential – to change the world, change your corner, change your neighborhood, change your community. But you and I have to make that choice. Now, before I I launch into all the details of what I'm going to share with you today, three key ideas, we're going to talk about how do you take courage, we're going to talk about the, the, the conquering our obstacles, and we're going to talk about how do we consecrate ourselves, stay focused to what we want to achieve. Before I break into that, Just a kindly couple of reminders. Number one, remember that if you find any value out of the things we're sharing or you find any value out of the communication skills, we're offering to do a full keynote speech, a half a day workshop, a pre- and post-webinar for your audience, your group, or your team, all for a simple donation to Cornucopia, the Cancer Support Center, that helped me through my cancer experience. Now, normally this would fall in at about $5,000. All we're asking for is a $500 $500 donation to that organization, Cornucopia. So, guys, if that makes sense, if that's of interest to you, if you want to utilize some of the things we bring to the table, please feel free. Email me at bart at bartqueen.com, bart at bartqueen.com, and we'll be happy to reach out to the organization we'll get it completely all set up for you guys i'm thrilled that we're together today it's going to be a great show on some ways that we can help you transition to where you want to be so hang with us and we'll be back after this first break
3: If you're in an unhealthy relationship or you want to know what helps you avoid being in an unhealthy relationship, be sure to tune into Tamar's Relationship Transformations. Host, author, and certified relationship coach Tamar Neal uses real scenarios from her experience as a 911 operator and counselor to change the way you see potentially abusive relationships. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community.
1: You are listening to A Hero's Journey with Bart Queen. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Feel free to send Bart an email as well. The address is bart at bartqueen.com. Now, back to A Hero's
2: Journey. Well, welcome back. Now, if you're just joining us today... We've been really taking a look at kind of a collaboration, a summation of what some of the CNN heroes have said as I've spoken with them over the last four or five months. Now, these are the 2016 CNN heroes. And if you've been participating in our show, they're some amazing people. And I think what's so amazing about them is that they're ordinary people doing extraordinary things. They're ordinary people who've been brought into a situation and made a choice to do extraordinary things. Now, as we roll today, I'm going to cover three key points. I'm going to talk about how do you take courage? We're going to talk about how do you conquer the obstacles? And then we're going to wrap our show talking about how do we consecrate ourselves? How do we separate ourselves out and stay focused to what our goal is? So let's take a look at this idea of how do you take courage? It's interesting to me that most people would think that the most frequently used word in scripture or the Bible would be the word love. It is not. Surprisingly, it's fear. And when I think about these people who committed themselves to doing extraordinary things, they all had to face some fear. They had to find their courage. And I think there are a couple things that you and I can do when we need to take and find that courage. Guys, you know, when I started my business, I had a very simple idea, and that was to take the number one fear in America and make it number two. As my career progressed as my business grew, as I had an opportunity to go to Kenya and work with a group of young people there. Guys, I distinctly remember flying back across the Atlantic, looking out the window and asking myself, what do I do next? What's the next step? And I feel like in my head, I came up with this idea of how do I give a million people their voice? If there are a million people out there sharing their life gift, a million people touching people, a million people making a difference, then surely the world has to be a better place. So for the last eight years, since 2008, my focus has been to help anyone I can with their voice. Women who've been abused, parents who have autistic children, anyone who's been through a cancer experience. Anyone who's come to me and felt like they've gained their strength and they now want to share their gift, I have done my best to help them. And if you followed me through my show, guys, you know in 2012 and 13, I went through my own cancer experience. And when I came out of that, having faced four-stage throat cancer, for a guy who's never used tobacco and smoked, never smoked for ever. And speaks for a living, it's a little bit of a scary kind of thought. But when I came out of that and I was standing tall and I got strong, I added one more piece to what would be my core lessons or the things that I share. And that would be to fear nothing and serve everyone. Guys, I felt like serving people was the easy part in my lesson, learning how to fear nothing was a little bit more difficult for me. And here are just a couple of ideas and things that I have found that we have to do. First, we have to act certain. Secondly, we have to act confidently. And thirdly, we have to act undaunted. So let me go back to those just a little bit and dive a little bit deeper on what I mean. So in order to take courage, the very first thing we have to do is act certain. And I think when we act certain, we're acting certain because our mind is in the right place. I once heard a motivational speaker and a pastor say one time that where the mind of the man goes, the man follows. And I thought it was interesting. I remember hearing a speaker once say that whatever a man thinks about most is what he becomes. We completely underestimate the power of what our mind thinks. So when I talk about acting certain, I want you to set your mind to whatever the goal it is you want to do and keep it set. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you've set your mind to change the world and travel overseas. It could mean that you've set your mind to get more healthy. It could mean that you've set your mind to be a better dad or a better mom. It could mean that you've set your mind to achieve the next step in your career. It could mean that you've set your mind to spend more time reaching out to a charity or your church group or a club that you belong to. When we don't have our mindset and keep it set, what happens is we get a confused mind. And one of my favorite sayings that I share in class all the time is this A confused mind always says no. A confused mind always says no. So the first key fact that we have to do in order to take courage and be courageous is we have to set our mind. The second thing we have to do is we have to act confidently. Now this gets much easier, as you know, if you've set your mind. If I've set my mind, for example, that I'm gonna get back into shape, I've made a goal to be able to do that. and I've done that, guys, since March of 2016, I decided to commit myself back to getting healthy. And I did that by a couple ways. I decided to lay off sugar. I decided to set my glass of wine aside. And I decided I would commit myself to working out. And I've held to that commitment. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't have days when I break one of those, that I have a glass of wine, that I eat cookie or a piece of pie, apple pie, which is my absolute favorite. But I don't let that hold me back. From the next day, remembering that I've set my mind and I'm keeping it set. But when your mind is set, it allows you to act differently. I know when I made that commitment that for me, it meant that I was going to have to get up at four in the morning. So now you go may go, Bart, well, that's absolutely nuts. I'm not getting up at four o'clock in the morning. Okay, well, that, what works for me doesn't necessarily work for you. But here's how I kind of laid it out. And that way I have a routine. I'm up at four. I do my best to leave my home by about 5.30. That, that means you know, get up, you shower, you do what you have to do. I've got a couple cats that I have to feed, I have a couple dogs I have to feed, there's some animals on my my farm I have to take care of, pack my, my gym bag, get all my gear together for work and I walk out the door. The second part after I drive an hour to get to where I work is to sit down and spend my time resetting my mind for the day. Now, I do that through journaling and a little reading. There's a devotional book that I read, but it allows me to get my mind set and reset every single day. Once that is done for myself, guys, then I hit the gym. And it is amazing to me sometimes when I'm in there and I'm going, I can't do this today. I don't feel well. I don't feel great. I don't feel strong that I change my mind and start saying, I feel strong, I feel strong, I feel strong, and then I can push more weight or I can stay longer on the treadmill or whatever I may happen to do. Guys, I can't encourage you enough that setting our mind is the first step to acting confidently. If you're not set in your mind, you're not going to take the next steps to do what you need to do in order to get there. So the second thing you have to do is act confidently. And remember that stepping out and acting confidently comes from when you set your mind. And sometimes that's a baby step. You know what guys, sometimes that's me getting into the office and saying I have five phone calls to make, okay let's just make five phone calls, or I've got five emails to send. Guys, I don't care how simple you break it down, but break down your actions into something that when you get it done you check it off and you go, I did that, I'm confident. And the second thing you have to do is act undaunted. Now, it's really interesting to me if you look up the word undaunted. It means fearless, one of my favorite words. It means unflinching. Guys, did you ever play that game where you throw your hand, you put your hands out and somebody tries to slap them? And if they break their arm, then it's your turn. But it, if you're constantly flinching with your hands, trying to get your hands out of the way. Or maybe you had a stare contest, and it was the first one who flinched. You can think about in the olden days of cowboys when they're out on the street doing their shootouts, whoever flinched first, a lot of times didn't make it. The other part of the word "undaunted" that I thought was tremendous, tremendous was bold. And if you if you really dive into that, it says that if you are undaunted, you're not intimidated interesting you're not intimidated by difficulty by danger or disappointment you're not intimidated by the challenge you're not intimidated by danger physical type fear that you may be experiencing and you're not intimidated by disappointment up here in your head comes back to that mindset again The very first thing we have to do is be able to take courage. We have to act certain, get our mind right. We have to act confidently and step out on what we believe to be true, what we want to accomplish. And then we have to act fearless. We have to be unflinching. We have to be bold in our steps and we can't be intimidated by anyone or anything that gets put in our path. That's taking courage. We can be courageous even when we don't feel courageous. Guys, if we only act courageous when we feel courageous, we're not going to be courageous very often. You're going to have to set that emotion aside. Act courageous even when you don't feel like it. And that's why I want you to break it down to the simplest, the absolute simplest of steps. Guys, if I can do some of these things, I know you can do some of these things. We have examples. We have CNN heroes that are showing us the way. You have a hero in your own life that every day you see them going, wow, and you're going, I wish I can do that. It's time to stop wishing, and it's time to start acting. Today, I want you to take courage. So as we wrap today, as we finish up our show today, I want you to have already decided what is one act of courage As simple as it may be, that you're gonna take. All right, we're ready to move into that second area around conquering our obstacles. We're gonna take a quick little break here, guys. So hang with me, I wanna make sure you get the next two steps. We'll see you in just a few.
3: If you're in an unhealthy relationship, or you want to know what helps you avoid being in an unhealthy relationship, be sure to tune into Tamar's Relationship Transformations. Host, author, and certified relationship coach, Tamar Neal, uses real scenarios from her experience as a 911 operator and counselor to change the way you see potentially abusive relationships. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: You
1: are listening to A Hero's Journey with Bart Queen. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Feel free to send Bart an email as well. The address is bart at bartqueen.com. Now, back to A Hero's Journey.
2: Well, welcome back, guys. We've been spending some time talking about The CNN heroes that we've had on the show over the last several months. And we've been talking about ways how you and I can really live out that idea of being a hero. And I shared with you that I truly believe every single one of us has been created and called to make a difference. We've been called to be heroes, we've been called to be a divine thumbprint with the experiences we've had, the challenges we've faced the successes we've had in order to paint and create a pathway for someone else. Now, before we took this break, I spent the whole few minutes really talking about this idea of taking courage. And when you take courage, I shared that we have to act certain, we have to act confidently, and we have to act undaunted, meaning we have to be fearless, bold, bold. That we can't be intimidated by difficulty, danger, or disappointment. So let's go to the next thing we have to do. And that's this idea of conquering our obstacles. When I think about conquering our obstacles, one of my favorite stories that my mom used to share with me was always the story of David and Goliath. And if you'll remember the story, you know, David's just this little teeny shepherd boy, and he's up against a guy that's the way they draw it in the, in the story. He's like 18 foot tall. He weighs you know 600 pounds, and he picks up this spear and his shield that the average man couldn't even begin to lift. But I always remember as my mom would tell the story, she'd say, David went head on and ran toward Goliath. Didn't walk up to him, ran toward him. And I think that's what we have to do with our obstacles. We've got to run toward them, not walk to them. We've got to be able to head forward to them at full steam. Now, most people, when they think about their obstacles, just from my experience, guys, we have a tendency to think that we want the right circumstance. I don't know that we're ever going to have the right circumstance. I think what we need to do and need to establish is the right response. So it doesn't matter what the obstacle is. The way we conquer it is by having the right response to whatever the obstacle is. So I think there are a couple things we've got to do. Number one, we got to face it head on, just the way David did. Number two, we have to see it for what it is, not what it will be, not what we want to compound it to be. And guys, most importantly, don't think you're what ifs. Well, what if this? What if I don't do that? What if this? If you live in your world of what ifs, you will never take courage and you'll never take that step. The third thing we have to do is set our emotions aside. I just heard someone share and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. They said, emotions have no intelligence. I was on the floor laughing at how many times I have let my emotions outthink me. Those emotions are just purely emotions, but a lot of times we let them govern us. And I know when I get upset or I get angry and I'm going to say, I'm not going to get angry, I'm not going to get angry, and then I get angry or I explode, and then of course you regret it. We've all had those situations. I just got a text from a dear friend in California. She's facing a situation where they've kind of messed up a couple of things on her property and she's facing them today to kind of resolve it. And I said, focus on the facts, focus on what the resolution is that she wants to achieve and leave emotion out of it and just deal with those pieces. It's hard for us to remember that emotions have no intelligence. In our personal lives, in our professional lives, and especially when we're trying to transition uh, from who we are to what we want to become. The next thing we have to do is take small steps. And sometimes you've got to boil out those into the simplest of baby steps. I always get a kick out of a lot of people who will say, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. And then they never lay out what those steps are. Those are great goals. I love big, audacious goals like that. But they are hard to achieve until you've broken them down simply. Now, my basic rule of thumb is to break them down into 10. And then a lot of times, I may break down, depending on what it is, each one of those into three. And you're looking at me and going, okay, Bart, 10 things I get. But now if I break each one of those 10 into three, I'm looking at 30 action steps. Yes, you are. But you're looking at a checklist that's a heck of a lot easier to achieve and you can achieve. You can gain your confidence. You can act more certain. You can act more confidently. You can move forward because you're going, I did that one. I did that one. I did that one. But when the steps are too big, it's too overwhelming for you to see the success. If I said I wanted to lose 50 pounds and I said I'm going to lose 50 pounds over five months, that's 10 pounds a month. Okay. What do I need to do to lose 10 pounds in one month? Well, in order to lose one pound, I have to expend 3,500 calories right how do i expend 3500 calories well based on a treadmill that i like to do at a walk or a jog or a run whatever you're comfortable with it will require that much time over a week of time now guys i've taken it down where i've got simple checklist did i spend my 1 hour on the treadmill today to achieve my 3500 calorie burn I did, check, good, done, moving forward. Wow, I did that five days in a row. Wow, I did that 10 days in a row. Wow, I've done that 20 days in a row. And now you begin to see the progress of getting that 10 pounds off. But because you did it one month, you now have a track record. Now I can do it for the second month and the third month and the fourth month and the fifth month. That's why it's so important to break these down into simple steps. Keep your big audacious goal. But break it down into at least 10, guys. And then if you need to, break those 10 down into something smaller. you got to take small steps. The next thing you have to do is you have to come back to your mindset. And that's have a mindset of never giving up. Because you're going to want to give up. You're going to say, this is too hard. Uh, Someone else should do this. I don't really have to do this. I'll be happy if I compromise. And I will toss to you, once you've set your mind to achieve a goal... If you compromise, you are going to live with that regret. Now, if you reset the goal and say, okay, I've reset it to this, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with resetting a goal. You're still striving towards something. That's different than giving up. One of the gentlemen in the last four months I've had an opportunity to interview was a guy by the name of Gary Linfoot. I don't know if you happened to listen to him when I interviewed him. He had spent his life in the army. He was on his one of his last missions and I believe, Afghanistan. Helicopter pilot, and they, the helicopter went down. And when it down and crashed, it broke his back. Paralyzed. He knew he would never walk again. And he fought hard. He said, I developed a mindset that I will never quit. And one of the key things that he said that I thought was really interesting was he said, we all have a lot of quit in us. We all have a lot of quit in us. I don't know about for you guys, but there are some times when I'm just at the gym doing push-ups. And I'll set the goal at 25 and I'll get to 20 and I'll go, okay, I'm done. And you go, nope. I'm not. That's the quit in me. I'm not going to quit. And you dig a little deeper, and I figure out how to do five more or ten more, whatever it may happen to be. Guys, I want you to take the word quit out of your vocabulary. I want you to set your mind to a place where that does not even have room to root and grow. I want you to learn how to face the obstacles I want you to just see them for what they are. It's an obstacle I will overcome. You can do absolutely anything because you set your mind to. Take the emotion out of it. Take the emotion of, I'm afraid of this. It's going to fail. I will fail. Get rid of all that. Then break it down into the simplest of steps that you can and just take the very first step. And When you get up in the morning, I would challenge you to do this. I would challenge you to say, what are the five things I'm going to do today that will move me closer to my goal? Before your feet hit the floor, before you wipe the sleep out of your eyes, before you have a drink of water, before you go to the bathroom, what are those five things that you're going to do? Maybe even keep a little pencil and pad next to your bedside. Now, if you're really proactive on your desk at home or at work, write those five things that you're going to do the next day so that when you walk in and sit at your desk, it's right there. And you're off and running on what those five things is. I want you to set your mind. I want you to have a mindset of never quitting. And number one, most importantly, I want you to get rid of the quit that's inside of you. Don't give it a chance to root and grow. Be like Gary Linfoot. Face the obstacle. Now, if you listen to his story, you'll also know that he came. there came an opportunity where he was able to get some equipment that allowed him to sit up, and this equipment and then allowed him to walk, and he had the privilege and the honor of doing something he had set his mind to do, and that was walk his daughter down the aisle when she got married And when you listen to him tell the story, he'll say, you can't even imagine how proud I felt and how powerful I felt when I was able to do that because he got rid of the quit inside of him. So we have spent some time really looking at take courage. We've taken some time to look at conquering your obstacles. Unfortunately, guys, we've got to take one more short break. And when we come back, I'm going to dive into this idea of how do you consecrate yourself to your goal. So hang with us, stay tuned, and we'll be back after the break.
3: If you're in an unhealthy relationship or you want to know what helps you avoid being in an unhealthy relationship, be sure to tune into Tamar's Relationship Transformations. Host, author, and certified relationship coach Tamar Neal uses real scenarios from her experience as a 911 operator and counselor to change the way you see potentially abusive relationships. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community.
1: You are listening to A Hero's Journey with Bart Queen. To reach our show today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Feel free to send Bart an email as well. The address is bart at
2: bartqueen.com. Now, back to A Hero's Journey. Welcome back. If you've been listening to our show today, we've really been discussing... These ideas of how you can become your own hero, how you can follow what you feel like you've been created and called to do to make a difference. And I've shared some ideas on how to take courage. I've shared some ideas on how to conquer your obstacles. And now I want to launch into that very last key ingredient, and that's how do you consecrate yourself to what your goal is. If you look up the word consecrate, It's the act of separating yourself from everything except for what you believe you've been appointed to do. Separating yourself out from everything except for what you believe you've been appointed to do or the goal you've set or the transition you want to do. Now, when I think about that, guys, in my own life, I can think about a 1,001 things that keep me from doing that. As many of you know, as I've shared in many of my radio shows, that I, I'm, I live on a 200-acre farm. I've got horses and cows and animals, just kind of a hobby farmer. And those things take up a fair amount of my time. When I'm out working and traveling, a lot of times those will separate me out for some of the other things that I would like to be able to transition to. If we wrote a list of everything that separates us or keeps us from doing the things that we want to do, you'd be surprised about how much more effective and focused you can be if those things are lessened. Or if you take those things completely out. Now, guys, some things we can't take out. You can't take out your family. You can't take out your spouse or significant other. You can't take out the responsibilities that you've got at hand. What we can do is stop adding to that list and think about if I'm going to add something to the list, I need to take something from the list. And maybe even approach it that way in your everyday situations, You know, someone asks you, can you do this for me? And you think, okay, if I'm going to do that, I'm not going to be able to do this and I have to make a choice. So if one thing gets added, I can't encourage you enough. Take one thing back out. Otherwise, you're going to overwhelm yourself and you'll never be able to separate yourself out the way you need to. It's pure focus. It's being able to prioritize what your goal is. Think about the guys who go to the Olympics. They totally separate themselves out to their workouts. It it becomes their life in order for them to achieve one goal, and that's to be able to stand on that box and win a medal. That's a great example of consecrating yourself to whatever your goal is. But the challenge, guys, in my opinion, is not a one-time thing. We have to realize it is an ongoing process. Sometimes it's moment by moment. Sometimes it's second by second. Sometimes it's taking the perspective of just do the next right thing, just do the next right thing, just do the next right thing, whatever that may mean. I know there are times in my life when I've chosen to really focus and be disciplined in my eating habits, and sometimes that has just been, take a glass of water, sometimes that's been don't think about food, Uh, walk around the block, do anything I can to get myself and my mind off thinking about those things. Because once I start to thinking about them, let's go back to what I shared with you earlier, where the mind goes, the man follows, and then you end up thinking about those things. I want you to set your mind, and I want you to keep it set. Now, when you do that, it becomes a downhill, it becomes a downhill process if you don't. Number one, if you don't set your mind, you start getting confusing thoughts. Number two, if your thoughts are confusing, you start having confusing activities. And then when you start doing confusing activities, then you end up with the wrong result, and you end up in the wrong direction. So you got to go back to what I talked about in the very beginning. You have to set your mind, you have to act certain, you have to act confident, and you have to act undaunted. Stay focused, fearless, bold, and not intimidated. So the very first thing you got to do is set your mind. If you don't set your mind, then you're going to get those confusing thoughts and it's a downhill process. The second thing you have to always do, and this is critical, guys, you have to keep the vision in front of you. Now, what I mean by that vision is that goal, whatever it is that you want to achieve. I spoke with a buddy today and he's been moved into a brand new position and it just came down from corporate that that may be changing. But I told him, that his goal was to become a thought leader in his field, not this next position. So even though he may not get that next position, he needs to keep his self focused on the vision that he will be a thought leader in his industry. The third thing I want you to remember, guys, is that your past does not dictate your future. Your past does not dictate your future. Don't look to the past. Keep your eyes forward. Keep your goal in front of you. If you're looking in the rear your mirror, you're looking in the wrong direction. If you're looking in the side mirrors, you're looking in the wrong direction. You look forward. You look through the windshield and you see the full picture. The fourth thing you have to do is you've got to take responsibility. Take responsibility for your actions. Take responsibility for your steps and do your your step checklist. Break it down as simple as you can. Take responsibility for each one of those steps. Evaluate it at the end of every day, readjust, reset your mind, and then go. Guys, I I can't encourage you enough that I truly believe everyone can be a hero. You're a hero. All you have to do is look for the opportunity. Look for the opportunity to achieve what you want to achieve. Look for a way that you can make a difference in people's lives. Look for a way that you can change something. The result of that is transformation, transformation, transformation. Remember that life is not a destiny. It's more about the transformation. I want to leave you with one thought. Nothing that anyone says or does can upset you, get you off track, cause you to take a wrong step if you have built what you want to do. On your purpose. No one, no one, or anything can get you upset or take you off track if you take every step that you've built on your purpose. Guys, have a great week. Look for those opportunities. Send me an email at bart at bartqueen.com if you've got any questions or concerns. It's been an absolute privilege today. I've had a great time sharing these things that we've gained from the CNN heroes and some of the things I've learned in my own life. And I can't wait to see you next week.
1: Thanks again for tuning in to A Hero's Journey. Bart Queen will be back next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Be sure to join us again next week in order to let your life speak.
0: Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.